Holy cow, we have reached our 100th episode. We are celebrating today and having a good time by answering some really awesome listener questions about what I think about fitness classes, how to find the balance between strict eating habits and freedom with your food choices. Oh, that's a good one. Six things to think about if your metabolism feels stuck or you happen to have hypothyroidism. And then some of my favorite scripture verses when you feel tired and ready to give up. Oh man, it's gonna be a good one. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Strong Mamas Podcast, where we're talking about our fitness and food choices as moms in real life and in light of our faith as Christ followers. I'm your host, Megan Dahlman, and together we'll be exploring what it means to be a healthy, strong mama in the middle of a culture that's obsessed with vanity. This podcast is all about helping and equipping you to take better care of yourself and the ones you love. Hey friend, welcome back to the Strong Mamas podcast. I am back with my co-host and husband extraordinaire, and we are celebrating our 100th episode today. Can you believe it? Woohoo! Oh my gosh. I, I can't believe we made it through 100 episodes. Well, I have. You've only been on like maybe half of them. Yeah, the best half. Right. <laughs> I've had to slog it through all 100, and you just pop up, pop in here and there on the best ones. Good grief. Yeah, but the fact that we have had people listen to us for this long now (laughs) is super cool. It's really exciting. So just be sure to hang tight throughout this episode because I'm going to be doing just some, I'm randomly announcing winners of our awesome 100th episode giveaways. So if you have left a review, if you've tagged a few friends and me in some posts, you might have the chance at winning one of three prizes. And the first prize is a free registration into my Jumpstart 30 program. Pretty awesome. That registration is actually open right now if you want to hop into that program. Another a lucky winner is going to receive a 30-minute private Zoom coaching session with me, which is pretty fun. You and I get to go face-to-face and just work through whatever you might be struggling with. Just need some private coaching, which is always a good time. Am I eligible for the prizes? No. Oh. No. I don't want to private coach you. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what marriage is? Private coaching? (laughs) It's, It's just a bunch of private coaching. (laughs) And then a third lucky winner is going to win an annual membership into the Strong Mamas Coaching Program, which is a pretty big deal. So all of that is worth over $2,000 in prizes. But honestly, I think it's just so much fun celebrating. Like giveaways aside, constant celebration is what we're all about here. And I mean, why? Why is celebration so important? I think I think it's because it keeps you going, Right. When you're trying to learn new things, hard things, and trying to change your habits, you need whatever you can to keep going. And I think, you know, getting through 100 episodes, it has not been easy. It's tough to show up and come up with content and create outlines and do the editing and do the production. Um, And so to be able to stop and celebrate along the way is really important and valuable. And a good example of this, I feel, is just a recent story about my friend Jody. She's actually a mom in the Strong Mamas coaching program, and she admittedly says that she 
has been stubborn and rebellious when it comes to health and fitness. And I know she's not alone in that whatsoever. And she's just experienced so many starts and stops along the way. And she'll get all gung-ho one day, maybe January 1st, you know, and just decide, this is it. I'm done being unhealthy. And she would have a fabulous week or maybe even two weeks in a row. But then something happens to distract her and she gets frustrated And she would find herself back to her same old routine of eating too much and not moving enough. And I, that's not an unusual story. I feel like we hear that a lot, right? All the time. Yeah. But in January, something really changed for her. She adopted two terms and I love, I love what she told me. She said that the two terms that Um, made a ton of sense was the word intentionality and discipline. And those two words, she just used those as her personal mantra. And they got her through nine straight weeks of consistent workouts with my Couch to Strong Mama program. And no, it wasn't perfect. She didn't do it perfect. She had a couple hiccups along the way, but she did do it. But rather than look back and notice her mistakes... Or maybe, you know, in that moment you get to the end of the program and you're like, oh, you're looking forward and you realize I have so much more work I feel like I need to do. Instead of doing that, she she stopped in that moment and celebrated. And what I love that she did, I don't think I even told you about this, the milestone. No, I haven't heard this story. It's pretty cool. So she actually painted a milestone. So it literally like a, a small flat stone, maybe the size of your palm. And she painted it with like the Strong Mama logo and the date that she completed her program and put out, she put out all this like significant effort just to celebrate reaching that milestone and kind of commemorating her accomplishments. As we're celebrating our 100th episode, maybe we need to paint some stones along the way. Scott, you're looking at me like you're such an arts and crafts kind of guy. I really am. I think we should paint a microphone or something. I mean, it's got to be something. We should paint it gold. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like gold? (laughs) It's only a hundred. Maybe when we get to a thousand, we'll go gold. Okay. Okay. We'll go gold. (laughs) But seriously, I mean, whatever... Even you as the listener, whatever you need to do to celebrate your victories, whether that's just like call a friend, paint a little milestone, post about it on social media or celebrate with me, you know, send me a direct message and say, hey, look, can't believe I accomplished this thing. Whatever you do, though, make sure that you stop and celebrate. And this celebration attitude is something that I've really built into the Jumpstart 30 program, actually. Every single day I have you pause and notice your victories. And then every Sunday of the program, I have you check in with me with a video and tell me all about the victories that you are celebrating for the week. It's really awesome. And yes, I even want to hear about what you're struggling with too. I want you to pause and self-reflect for a moment and what you want to try and do better the following week. But pausing and noticing even the smallest victories is so important. And I really believe that this spirit and attitude is what makes the Jumpstart 30 program so different than anything else you've ever experienced. So I don't want you to miss out on this, okay? Registration is actually about to close, so be sure to click the link in the show notes and sign up now because I want to help you thrive and I want to help you feel your best, okay? So as we continue to celebrate throughout this episode... 
let's dive in and get to some of your burning questions. We had some awesome questions. It's been a little while since we've done an Ask Me Anything episode. I love the Ask Me Anything. They're my favorite. I know. All right, Scott, do you want to ask me the questions that we have? What's oh, our first I question? I will ask. Okay, go so for it. So our first question comes from Allie, and she asks, what do you think about fitness classes like Booty yoga? <laughs> yeah. Is it booty? Uh-huh. B-U-T-I. Yeah. yeah. Just making sure I wasn't... Uh, okay. Booty yoga, Zumba, etc. <laughs> yeah. It, it is booty yoga. It sounds funny like when you say it, but it's B-U-T-I. And booty yoga, it's like a style of like um, almost like a dance-based yoga, but it's a faster, higher intense yoga. Like you really, really sweat while you're doing it. But anyway... Regardless, I actually get asked this question a lot. Like, what do you think about this class or this other class? And um, usually you'll go to a fitness class and maybe try it out and find yourself breaking a sweat and working your muscles pretty hard. But then you kind of wonder, is this something worth my time? Is this something I should be doing? What do you think about it? And for me personally, going to classes, it's it's not my jam. (laughs) (laughs) introvert alert (laughs) introvert alert I know especially choreographed types of classes (laughs) if I were to show up to like a a booty yoga class or a zuma class you would not want me to stand next to you I am I am a mess I when it comes to dance style or choreographed classes for somebody who's so athletic and coordinated (laughs) (laughs) dancing is definitely not your strong point (laughs) not my strong suit (laughs) but it could be super fun for you like you might be a, a totally different style where you have a ton of fun so my question to you with these types of classes is you know do you like it like is this something fun for you like when you show up do you get excited? Do you have a ton of fun being in a group, doing something that's new? Maybe you like the choreography, you like the music, you like the intensity of it. But then I also want to ask you on the flip side, do you also have in place another form of exercise that involves more structure and a clear plan of progression? Okay, because here's my thing with any kind of a class. They tend to be more like fun driven Like, let's do this as a group and make it really fun. You know, lots of music, lots of lights kind of pump up the intensity and make it all about the community and the fun, which is great. However, with a lot of group classes, rarely is there like a path of progression. Usually you'll just show up in a class and you might be doing the exact same thing as someone else who's been there for six months. So someone else who's been doing the same thing for like six months and you're hopping in and you're at the same place and they're still at the same place. Like there's really no path of progression. And if you only rely on these types of classes as your only form of fitness, you just might find that you don't get anywhere because it doesn't grow you. There's there's no progression and there's no progressive overload, which is a very important principle in fitness. And there's a reason I design my workout programs the way that I do. We start out easy and each week they progressively get a little bit more challenging because that's how you improve. That's how you get better. So at the end of the day, like ask yourself, do I really like it? Like do that class if it is something you really like. But do it for the same reason that, you know, Scott, you and I went snowboarding the other day. 
I'm not expecting the three hours that I was snowboarding to make a big impact on my health and fitness. I strength train. I do a progressive strength training program so that I can go snowboarding and not be sore from it. And the problem would be if I were to rely just on snowboarding as my main source of fitness. It doesn't quite cut it. Same with relying on fitness classes. Does that kind of make sense? It's kind of like a hobby. Yeah, and it's good, and it's physically active. It's a yeah. healthy hobby, but yeah, it's not your main source of fitness. Right, so you do your strength training, and you need to be doing your regular progressive planned workout so that you can show up to a class and not ha- hesitate, so that you can hop right in at any moment and just have fun, okay? So if you have found a class or some group fitness classes that you really want to go to, then do it. Go for it. Have fun. Anytime you move your body is a good thing, but try to not make it your main thing. Okay? Hopefully that makes a lot of sense. All right, friend, let's pause for just a second because I want to announce our first winner of our 100th episode giveaway. So this is going to be our Jumpstart 30 winner. This is going to be exciting. Oh boy, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Here we go. Kayla Ritter, you have just won the Jumpstart 30 program. I am so, so excited for you to hop into this program. I just know that just walking hand in hand with you for the next 30 days because this program is starting so soon, you guys. We are actually going to kick this off next Monday. And in fact, if you're listening to this now, you only have a couple more days to sign up for the Jumpstart 30 program, okay? But Kayla, you get to join me and so many other moms that are going to do the Jumpstart 30 program for free, okay? So I'm going to get in touch with you over the next couple days to make sure that you are all set up and you can get started with us on Monday. Yay! I'm so excited for you, Caleb. Okay, awesome. All right, so what's our next question, Scott? So this one comes from Emily, and she would like to ask you, since listening to your podcast and taking your guidance to heart, I've been experiencing more freedom and less restriction with my eating habits. But at the same time, I can tell I'm having days where I'm a little too free. What Mm. should I do about this? Yeah, this is a good, this is a good one. So Emily, your your question actually reminds me of an exact conversation I had the other day with my friend. And I actually want to play a piece of that conversation for you. She had found yourself in the exact same situation. She had dieted to the extreme in the past and then found her habits swinging the other direction where she was splurging multiple times a day because she was enjoying her freedom. So let's just listen in to my response to her. And yeah, this was just her and I having a pretty relaxed conversation. And you can hear Scott in the background. You'll have to forgive him. He was in the middle of a Bible study session with his guys. I really feel like her question and then my response was was really valuable. So go ahead and listen in real quick and hear what I had to say. Here's the thing. This is just coming from my experience. Well, okay, so here's what I'm observing in you. So you have experienced like an extreme to the extent of like binging, not caring at all, like really horrible eating habits, right? So that's like one end of the extreme. And then that pendulum swung way the other direction, right? Where you like try to be perfect and like eating, like checking all the boxes and trying to eat perfectly healthy. And like, yeah, that does lead to results, but like, is that sustainable? So like that pendulum can swing anywhere along that spectrum, right? 
And I think the ideal place is for it to swing and kind of hover right around the middle. So every so often, it's so important to kind of like self-check, right? To check in and reflect and be like, which direction is this pendulum beginning to swing? And I think sometimes it's easy to get to a place of complacency if you feel like you've been in the middle or maybe you've come off of an extreme like checkboxing season and not realize you're starting to swing the other direction and maybe venturing towards what might be actually unhealthy. Um, Because there is that. Like, there is eating habits that are unhealthy eating habits and it could be because you're simply you know wanting to be free and um you know not care and not obsess and it has nothing to do with like I'm binging and I'm comfort feeding and all of those things it's just you're you're flat out eating unhealthy and so like that's a good self-check and being like okay am I actually making choices right now regardless of body composition like who cares right but are my like choices on a daily basis actually healthy for my body and like I think sometimes I have to do that self-check and be like because my body has hit like a really solid like metabolic set point Like for me, I can have like a string of days in a row where I don't make good healthy choices. Like I have more chips than normal, more drinks than normal. And like literally my body weight does not even fluctuate. Like it does not even change. But that should not be the reason why I eat healthier or not, right? Because I know for myself, like, okay, if I have those strings of unhealthy eating days, that is a reflection of me lacking discipline and self-control and being free for the sake of being free. You know, it's kind of like, it reminds me of, um, when Paul said like, yeah, we have grace, but that does that give us permission to like sin all the more? Like, obviously this is not that, but it's kind of along those same lines. Like, yes, you do have freedom and intuition in your eating habits, but sometimes that with that, you have to recognize when you're underdoing it as much as recognizing when you're overdoing it, right? Like recognizing, okay, I'm overdoing this. I'm being way too obsessive. I'm being too box chucky, box chucky. I like that. But recognizing like, okay, I'm also starting to underdo it and that's not good either. So it's kind of like finding that middle point, you know, of the pendulum swing and that self-check and constant reflection and always asking myself, always asking yourself, like, where am I at? How is this working for me? Like that never ends. That never ends. You will never get to a point where you'll never have to do that anymore. Like that is just the plight of human nature. It reminds me of that book that you were reading that one time where like, we're constantly working on our bodies. Like we'll constantly have to trim our fingernails and take baths and take showers and cut our hair and apply lotion and things like, like we'll constantly have to self-check and say like, where am I at? Are my habits, um, am I getting too free? You know? So anyway, that's all I have to say about that. So just keep self-checking. Okay. 
couple things about that conversation. Scott talks really loud in the background. <laughs> I, I didn't realize how animated I get during Bible study. <laughs> and then I say the word like a lot when I'm just on a doing a Marco Polo with a friend. But I think the big takeaway there, hopefully, is is this constant self-checking and realizing that we can that pendulum can swing to an obsessive zone or to an like not paying attention zone. And we got to make sure that we keep checking in and recognizing where we're at. Okay. So hopefully that helps give you an idea of how to handle that freedom with your nutrition. Okay. Scott, what's our next question? All right. The next one comes from Karen who asked, any advice for those of us with thyroid dysfunction? I have hypothyroidism. That's a tricky word. Yeah. And it's a lot of effort to maintain my current body, let alone lose some pounds and tone up. Yes. Karen, I'm so glad you asked. First of all, and I'm and I'm sure you've done this, you just need to make sure that you and your doctor have already discussed this and you're taking any med- medication that you might need to supplement that lack of thyroid hormone that your body is not producing. This This really will help so much. And then we can go back to what we know are the things that affect and hinder our body's ability to be metabolically active. So everything I'm about to say is going to help you whether you've actually been diagnosed with hypothyroidism or any any sort of situation where you can tell that your metabolism is probably not operating at its absolute best, okay? So the first thing that we can look at is how's your sleep? All right, so a lack of sleep really affects your body's ability to be very metabolically active. If you're not making sure that your sleep habits are sufficient and regular, please do what you can to pull this piece together because if you're sleep deprived, it's just one more barrier to having your body be metabolically active. Another thing, look at your stress. If you are battling loads of stress in your life and you're not managing it well, your metabolism is going to take a hit. And we've done a lot of episodes on stress and it could be really helpful to go back and listen to those. Another thing is looking at the quality of the food that you're eating. If you are eating low quality foods on a regular basis, it's also going to hinder good metabolic activity. So focus on foods that take a lot of work for your body to digest high amounts of protein, lots of fruits and vegetables, substantial amounts of a variety of healthy fats and good whole grains in moderation. So getting the quality of your foods back on track will definitely help your metabolism. Another thing with the exercise front is making sure that you're prioritizing muscle building activity. Learn how to strength train, okay? And then once you learn how to do that and like learn how to use your own body weight with body weight style strength training, start to lift weights and then start to lift those weights heavier and heavier. This type of activity is incredibly metabolically taxing and it forces your metabolism to respond. Another thing, if you're already doing all those things, it might actually be helpful to just change up your eating method. Are you eating small meals every two hours and you've been doing the same thing for two, maybe the last two weeks or longer? Try switching it up. Try switching to maybe just three larger meals every four hours. Or you can even try a really large lunch and dinner with like a medium-sized snack in between. 
Um, just changing your eating strategy can help with the metabolism. It's not that six small meals a day are the answer or kind of like that magic bullet. I think we hear that a lot with the metabolism. Like, hey, eat six small meals a day and that will jumpstart your metabolism. Sounds good. Yeah, but it, it's really, it's more than that. It's more likely that your body will get used to a pattern of eating. And then once you do a new pattern, things kind of get revved up again. So maybe switch up your eating pattern about every two weeks. And then you can also do the same thing with your workout rhythm too. You can try to switch up your workout rhythm every couple of weeks as well. Just don't get stuck in a rut with everything. And that's something in any of my programs I try to help you do is we keep it moving and different. And that's, you know, going back, thinking to those fitness classes. If you are showing up to the same class six months from now and you're basically doing the same thing, that is a sure way to not be challenging your metabolism. And if you already feel like you are fighting an uphill battle with hypothyroidism, it's going to make that metabolic change even more difficult. So hopefully with all of these things combined, including the medication that your doctor has suggested, you should slowly begin to feel your metabolism moving in the right direction, okay? All right, hold up. We've got another winner to announce. Another winner. <laughs> another winner. Okay, this one is for the 30-minute private Zoom coaching session with me. And these are super fun because I hop on a Zoom call with you and we hash it out together. So let's go ahead and announce our winner for that. Ashley. Ashley won our first giveaway, which was our 30-minute coaching session with me. And it's so funny because I do not know your last name, Ashley. <laughs> I just know it from your awesome handle on Instagram, which is She's Bad Ash, <laughs> which is you're adorable. I absolutely love it. So I'm going to get in touch with you to make sure that we connect to set up our 30-minute one-on-one coaching session. Awesome. Congratulations, Ashley. All right, we have made it to our final question. What is it, Scott? All right, the final question comes from Heidi. And she asked, this is a great one. I really like this question. Do you have any good verses for when I feel worn out and ready to give up? And I love this question because I feel this way probably once a week. Oh, I know. I I agree. (laughs) I think if we can have like a a handful of good verses in our back pocket for when things get tough and you just want to give up and you want to throw in the towel and just try again later or maybe not try again at all. Um, I do have a couple offhand for you, but I want to encourage you to dig in, dig into it more for yourself because I can share something with you, but when you do your own study into it, it, it hits home a little bit more. It sinks in a little deeper. So either in your concordance in the back of your Bible or even online, I love using BibleGateway.com. You can just hop in there and try to use search terms like endurance or perseverance or strength or even terms like weary and tired. And if you can just do your own search, there's something so valuable about that. And I truly believe that God will reveal himself to you through those, through his exact words. And he wants to do that. Okay. He's not going to hold out on you and make you just keep searching, (laughs) especially if you go into it with prayer. And he will show you something 
that's probably bizarrely specific. Bizarrely. Is that a word? Bizarrely? It is now. I like it. So something's bizarrely specific for exactly what you need today. Okay. Now, one verse I absolutely love comes from 2 Chronicles 15, 7. It says, but as for you, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. I mean, that's pretty point blank, right? (laughs) Yeah, seems to be right on topic. Yeah. But as for you, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. And then what's the next verse there, Scott? So the next one is out of the book of Galatians, chapter six, verse nine. And it says, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. I love that. I love how it makes the point of saying at just the right time. <laughs> like, it won't be early and it won't be late. It won't be the time we want. No. It'll be the right time. But at the right time, you will reap a harvest as long as you don't give up. If you do give up, you won't see that harvest. And I think what's great about both of those verses is it talks about being rewarded and about blessings, mm-hmm. a harvest of blessings. And I think that's really cool to remember that our work is not done in vain. Yeah. And then the final one that really stands out to me is out of Isaiah. It's Isaiah 41.10. It says, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. I think so often when we feel worn out and we want to give up, it's because we feel like we're alone and we get discouraged because we feel like we're having to do it all on our own. And just that verse is such a good reminder that you're not by yourself. You're not alone in this and someone is actually strengthening you. So if you know that what you are doing is good and right where God wants you to be, don't give up on it. You're going to receive what was promised to you. You are going to reap that harvest. It might not be what you expected going into it. It might not be the time frame you expected going into it. I think especially with fitness and nutrition, usually takes a lot longer than we anticipate. But don't give up. If you know without a doubt that you are doing the right thing right now, keep hold of that confidence. Hold on to these promises and keep going, okay? So we've got one more winner to announce. This is the big one. This is the big one. And this is an annual membership to the Strong Mamas Coaching Program. This is pretty exciting. And Sandy Sachs, you are our big winner of an annual membership into the Strong Mamas Coaching Program. This is a pretty big deal. The Strong Mamas Coaching Program, this is pretty exclusive. I only open up registration very, very infrequently. And the fact that you're going to get to hop in right now, Sandy, is going to be so awesome. This is a pretty all-inclusive program that is worth a lot. So Sandy, I am going to make sure that I get in touch with you to get you all hooked up with a year membership to the Strong Mamas Coaching Program. This is so awesome. I am so excited for you. Congratulations and congratulations to everybody who won today. And thank you so much for sharing and tagging friends and just spreading the word about the Strong Mamas podcast, because honestly, you guys are what is propelling this message and propelling um, this show and making it so much fun. So I just have to tip my hat to all of you guys that have participated, that entered to win, and are the winners now. So this is so awesome. I thank you again. 
All right, friend, it has been so fun celebrating with you today. It still just blows my mind that we have reached 100 episodes. That's a lot of effort. Scott and I are going to hop off of this and go paint some rocks and commemorate we're this. We're going to paint the microphone. Oh, we're going to paint the microphone Come gold. On. That's right. But I just want to take a moment and just thank my team. I want to thank you, Scott, for being my co-host on most of these episodes, half of the episodes. I don't know. You're here. A you're few? there. You're on a few, but I do thank you. You kind of hold me up and keep me going. I also want to thank Sean, my partner and producer and editor of all of these. If the sounds sounds awesome, it's because of him. <laughs> and then I also want to thank Amanda who has also helped me produce a lot of these. She's kind of the liaison and content organizer and has helped me out a lot. So I also want to thank just everyone that has been on the show as a guest. It has been so fun meeting a handful of people and we've got a lot of other guests lined up moving forward, which is going to be a ton of fun. And then of course, most of all, I want to thank you, the loyal listener, your support, your encouragement and your feedback has really kept us all going. So keep it up. All right, friend. As always, stay strong. We'll talk to you next week.